and then we make that mean something about us or something about our partner or something about our relationship that we've married the wrong person or they're just crap or we're just crap and yeah it can be really i think really really damaging and so i'm not a huge fan of the date night chat hello lovely ones today's episode is called why date nights are sometimes the last thing that you need this is something i've spoken about before but it feels really really important there's lots of lots and lots of chats about date nights like whenever couples feel wobbly whenever there's a problem it feels like a real sort of band-aid for just about anything a date night is recommended spending time together remembering what you love about each other and i think that is good if you are already in a connected space but if you are in quite a conflictual space it can sometimes just make everything far far worse and then i think what happens is that couples start to feel like there's definitely something wrong with our relationship because not even a date night works or we can't even get that together we can't even enjoy like an hour together having a lovely dinner and so it can be really damaging in terms of what people make it mean something about also the the kind of trope of sitting across from somebody you know eating delicious food their candles on the table everyone else is having a lovely time like something about that really evokes quite a traditional sense of what romance is. It evokes like really traditional gender roles. It evokes like pictures and movies of, you know, where people don't have to take bins out or talk about rising electricity costs. It's, it's just, I think it can really tap us into this quite sort of fantastical place that already I think we struggle struggle with is that relationship should exist in this magical candlelit place and that really they don't for like 90 percent of the time maybe even 95 they don't exist in that place and then we make that mean something about us or something about our partner or something about our relationship that we've married the wrong person or they're just crap or we're just crap and yeah it can be really i think really really damaging and so i'm not a huge fan of the date night chat if date nights work for you then wonderful keep doing that i'm not saying not to do them but i think for a lot of couples they place like extra strain onto them rather than relieve any of the strain that they're experiencing i think something about the about sitting across from somebody as well if things are feeling conflictual can feel quite combative so if you are staring into each other's eyes and things are not feeling good that can bring up again all sorts of things for each of you so something about direct eye contact when things are feeling wobbly can be like oh okay what should i be doing here how should i be feeling why am i so uncomfortable <laughs> how how do we do this like yeah i don't even remember what this feels like and it can actually kind of flood us and our nervous systems with a feeling of fear or of panic even and that is like panic on panic because then you start to think oh my goodness like we can't even have a dinner together like this is so uncomfortable and so it feels so unnatural and then can bring up all sorts of grief about oof, like it never used to be this hard and you, you know remember that first holiday we were on together and it didn't feel like this then and it really can place us into this kind of heightened sense of danger like this is not good this is definitely the wrong relationship for me we have 
definitely made a mistake. How have we had kids together? How am I married to someone who believes X? Like all of the stuff can kind of tumble through. And it can just happen in like micro moments and, and really affect like the way that you're then able to connect or reconnect. And because it can feel scary, I think that it's unlikely that either of you are going to say this out loud. You might may just be trying to make conversation and have the best night of your lives. And it can just feel really distancing. Like, am I just feeling this on my own? Or is my partner feeling this as well? Or why are they looking at their phone? So I think if you do have date nights, that it's useful to set an intention for them to be like, what is the purpose of this date night? Do we have something specific we want to talk about? Do we just want to spend time together? Do we want to like try and recreate that place, like that one time in Greece? What is the purpose? What is the intention? And to really say that stuff out loud, I think is so, so important. If you have got children together, and even if you don't, night times are kind of layered. I think night times are super fun when you're 25 or maybe even 35, and they just get less and less fun. People get more tired, like their jobs get more serious. They get more serious about sleep. Like it, it might just not feel like the most fun time unless you're on holiday, unless you're feeling really resourced. So again, this is not, <laughs> nothing that I say is ever like one size fits all, but it might be that any sort of tiredness or any sort of indecision or any sort of uncertainty is read by ourselves or our partners as they're not interested, they don't want to be here, they'd rather be anywhere else. And I think that that's the risk if we're already in a place of not being able to communicate easily and safely to put ourselves in these like highly evocative situations, like best date night of our lives. I just think we're putting unnecessary pressure on ourselves. So my suggestion is if you're wanting to have like reconnecting time, like if things have been difficult or just strained or just not quite what they have been for a while, set an intention for the time that you're sitting, like spending together. So what is the intention? Is it that you just want to hang out? Is it that you want time to talk to each other? Because that's another thing that often is assumed. One of you has a lot to say and the other one just wanted to hang out and that can feel not great when it comes down to the dinner. So talk about what is the purpose? What is the intention? And make sure that you're both kind of on board with that. And sometimes daytime is a lovely, like refreshed place to be in this. So yeah, go. it can be really simple, like go for a walk, have a cup of coffee together, have breakfast together. It's like the beginning of the day, like maybe your kids are at a play date. Maybe you've asked someone just to look after them for an hour and yeah, spend that time together when you are well-resourced, when you've slept, when you don't have a thousand things on your list, or at least to pause that list. You can go for a swim together. You could explore a new place. You could go to a gallery you could get fish and chips and eat them at the beach. It really doesn't have to be like glamour and an incredible sort of spa day, although that would be good too. But it could just be something simple, like something relaxed, something in which you don't have to sit across from each other necessarily if that feels if that feels too strained at the moment. That really is okay. You really don't have to force yourself into situations that you feel you should be kind of happy in. Just do what works for your couple and where you are right now. Again, like always tend to your body. What is what is your body saying? What is your body like 
telling you? Is there discomfort? Do you feel nervous? Can you say any of that out loud? Can you share any of that? Or at least just narrated to say like, oh, we haven't done this for a really long time and I'm really excited to do it. And also I feel kind of nervous. Like you're allowed to say that stuff. It doesn't, it doesn't say anything negative about your relationship at all and it's okay just to say it out loud I think that often it's a relief for our partners you know if one person is just saying this is my experience how about you so be open be curious set an intention like don't be shy to kind of set the scene for spending time together particularly if spending time together is so limited ordinarily so make it an occasion I think that yeah you actually take pressure off by making things an occasion rather than just keeping them super open-ended and hoping that both of you have the same assumptions, which is really, really unlikely in the sense that we don't know what's in other people's brains unless they're saying it out loud. And equally, they don't know what's in yours unless you're saying it out loud. So be really, really clear. It doesn't take away from like, the romance of it or the love of it. I think that is super romantic these days, just knowing what's on the agenda. <laughs> so yeah, don't feel like if your relationship doesn't look like a movie scene, that something is lacking. Think about what it is that you need at this particular time in your particular relationship and just do that. It's absolutely fine. Okay, lovely ones, have a good week. I'll be back with you next week. Bye. If any of these episodes are helpful or strike a chord in some way and you would like to do further work either on your own or together as a couple or you would like to do a couples course have a look at my website I'll, it's in the show notes and get in touch I would love to chat with you. Thank you so much for being here today. If you'd like to get in touch, I'm on Instagram at grounded underscore families. You can send me a DM or a voice note to my DMs or an email. I'd so love to hear from you. Please do like, share and subscribe this podcast. It really, really helps to get the podcast out in front of more listeners. And I'll see you again next week. Take care.